are back with the Impact Defense Podcast Season 2. Episode 1. Episode 1. <laughs> All right, guys, like Kylie said, we are back with season two. We do have some different changes. It's going to be primarily me and Kylie now in season two, but we will have some guests that we're going to bring on and some others and some regular guests that we've had in the past are going to come back and visit us as well. Uh, but today, without New Year starting and everything else, it would be a good idea to talk about, like, if we started our self-defense journeys over, how would we do it differently? Yep. But first, don't forget about our favorite coffee, Blackout Coffee. <laughs> Today we are drinking cinnamon French toast. Uh, it's, it's really good. It is really it good. Is, and I'm not usually a big fan of cinnamon, but it is really good. And uh, you guys can check it out and get some for yourself at www.impactgear.live slash coffee. By using that link, you will let them know that we sent you to them. And uh, be sure to use the coupon code Impact Defense at checkout if they don't already have an awesome sale going on. Either way, make sure you go to impactgear.live slash coffee to get your coffee. Ooh. So we didn't really discuss this. Who's going to go first? Am I going to go first or are you going to go first? <laughs> uh, you go first. Okay. All right. So first off, I would like to preface this entire thing by saying that I'm very glad with the way I did things. Um, you know, my instructor was awesome. I've said it before on the podcast. I'm very thankful because in all honesty, I was like, hey, I want to do martial arts. I didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs> I just happened to find a really good instructor who really cared about actual pressure testing and things like that that a lot of martial arts don't get and I was shocked at that I didn't really realize that so even though I started out in a you know traditional form of martial arts it was a traditional form of martial arts that really really cared about actually defending yourself mm -hmm. under pressure now moving forward I am now 43 <laughs> You know, and I'm, I'm trying to think about this like now, if I started over right now, would I do everything the same? I think I would want to make sure that I was able to completely defend myself a lot sooner. Now, we did do some things, but there was still some learning process. Mm -hmm. When I started, the, the Internet was not nearly as prolific as it is now. You know, the information wasn't out there as much as there is now. Uh, and all that makes a huge difference. So I think basically the very first thing that I would do. Uh, is is go ahead and join a gym okay <laughs> number one i'm going to join a gym and try to make sure that i can get in shape mm -hmm. okay uh, because fitness in self-defense is very important uh it is the one thing that is one thing in self-defense that i probably have struggled with the most because i've always had personal struggles in that area we're gonna talk about that next episode i believe right yep yeah okay but after that i would actually probably start in a like a mixed martial arts type gym. Mm. Okay. Or if I knew of a place, this is going to sound kind of weird or, <laughs> or self-serving or whatever, but if I knew of a place like what we have created here, yeah. where we have almost a traditional martial arts aspect, but our huge, we had this huge and main focus of self-defense. The, the things that are more important to us are the actual application and everything. I think that most cases, though, you're not going to find that in most right. uh, traditional martial arts. I don't, we're not really considered traditional martial arts at no. this point in time. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, 
we have this kind of facade of that going on. Um, but anyway, I would find something probably like a mixed martial arts gym uh, that really kind of taught you how to fight in all ranges. That's the very first thing I would do. Because I still think that if the first thing you do is go out and just get a gun, then you have a hammer. And if all you have is a hammer, then every problem is a nail. And we don't want that. You know, you want to be able to deal with this in multiple ways. That's why I say join the gym first. Mm -hmm. And then as quickly as possible, right after that, I would join an MMA gym uh, or, you know, train, start training in MMA. Yeah. Then after I get a good foundation in actual combat and actual fighting in all ranges, then I'm going to actually go to do some combatives training of some type, maybe Krav Maga, maybe um, something else where I know that I'm getting real self-defense. You mm -hmm. know, it needs to be something where somebody is actually like certified in some type of thing, not just... Uh, Joe blow down the street who says like, oh, I got this thing. Not necessarily. I want to know that somebody's actually done some serious training. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I want to train with them on, you know, weapon defense. And now how do I apply the skills that I have learned over here in mixed martial arts into dealing with weapons and things like that? Mm -hmm. After I have now done that. So now I've, I've joined a gym. I've, you know, uh, done some mixed martial arts stuff. I have now done some combative stuff. Now, how do I transition or move further past that? That's when I'm going to start implementing firearms. So I probably want to train mm -hmm. with a pistol at that point in time. You know, I want to do a uh, pistol or a knife, one or the other. I feel yeah. like pistol, knife, rifle, those are the things that you probably need most for self-defense, especially mm -hmm. pistol and knife. So I'm going to go, let's train with a pistol now. <laughs> uh, the reason I would say train with a pistol first over a knife is because I think that both both things are deadly weapons. And generally speaking, pistol is more effective yeah. if you know what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, then uh, it can be a, a very, it, not, it can be something that's really not good mm -hmm. for you. And that's my, that's my biggest problem most times with people that carry guns. Uh, not that I'm against, they, I'm definitely for it. I mean, yeah. we teach concealed carry, but. They think it's kind of like the be all end all of self defense. Yeah. Or, like, or they come and they take gun. one class and they go, hey, I have a gun now. That's all I need. Uh, I don't, you know, need to know how to actually get it out of a holster. I don't need to know how to, you know, do all these things, you which is ridiculous. You need to know how to use it in a higher pressure Exactly. Situation. I mean, so, so I mean real training with a pistol. After that, I would probably then move into real training with a knife. Knives are... Uh, just there's something that can also help out tremendously uh, in a, an actual deadly situation. If you pull any of these weapons, though, when it's not a life or death situation, you're going to get in legal trouble. Yeah. You know, uh, then just to round out my stuff, I would <laughs> actually start training with the rifle and, and get good with the rifle. I think a rifle, uh, rifle, shotgun, something, long gun is going to be your best bet for home defense. So that's why I'm thinking there is some type of rifle training from that point forward. All the while I'm doing all this other training, I'm still training in mixed martial arts. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's something I would still keep that training up. Now, once I have now got this really good kind of overall aspect of fighting, empty-handed, fighting with weapons, all of these things. And I've, I know how everything intertwines. I'm going to attend at least one to two seminars a year 
uh, just to keep skills fresh and then keep especially the combative skills going. Mm. Personally, I enjoy martial arts, so I think I would jump in and continue training mixed <laughs> martial arts. You know, that would not necessarily end, but what I would definitely do is continue. Like, there's a lot of things out there that's really, really good. There, uh, there are seminars that are good that you can use to either refresh your skills or create new ones. You know, there's home defense things out there, home defense seminars. There are uh, just general safety seminars Mm -hmm. and these things are all really good information so that's the kind of thing that i would be doing at that point in time is to kind of make sure that i'm constantly doing those things one to a year so that's not completely overbearing with Mm -hmm. my time and money but it's doing good enough to keep my skills fresh because everything that you do in this type of stuff it is a depreciating skill Mm -hmm. and if you do not continue to train in some form or fashion it's it's not going to be good right Okay, so that's basically my rundown, (laughs) what I would do if I was to start right now uh, to learn to defend myself. Gotcha. Okay, you had a completely different story (laughs) since you were my daughter Uh and you grew up in this stuff and you started out at the age of three. You also, just, just for people that may not know, you also got a lot more into the sport access. Aspect. Aspect. Thank you. That's what I was looking for of karate specifically mm-hmm. and got to travel around got a few world titles and, and all these type of things i know i know but you know you, you have certain things that are really good too so i mean uh, you were in the competitive realm of karate where i didn't really compete itself in karate itself you know i competed in mixed martial arts i competed with kata <laughs> well i know i mean you, know, you did compete with some other things too that was your main thing yeah but and there's not a whole lot of despite what some people say there's not a tremendous amount of combative aspects no. to kata. So so you had this kind of performance martial arts kind of stuff that you did. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the different kind of story, even though you're my daughter, you know? Yeah. All right. So now what what would you do? Um, again, you're kind of basically asking me that question, like, if I wasn't your daughter right. type if, of deal. <laughs> if you were not my daughter, you know what you know right now, like, as far as, like, the, the general knowledge, not skill. Yeah. Uh, if you, and you started, you looked around and you said, like, oh, crap. There's all kinds of crap that happens out here. <laughs> I want to learn to protect myself. What would you do? Um, I would first start off with just, like, a basic, not, like, overwhelming thing. A basic women's self-defense stuff, basically. Okay. Uh, a type of seminar that's, like, only covering the basic stuff because I don't really need a lot of overload of information type deal. Right. So that would be the first thing that I'd look for yeah. is just a basic knowledge of self-defense and why do I need it type thing. Okay. And then the next thing that I would do after that is a women's abduction prevention class. Okay. Just to kind of like, again, enhance my knowledge in that stuff. And self-defense, we've said this before in the podcast, self-defense, we learned self-defense, but we hope that we never get to use it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like... Um it's like car insurance, you know, you, you yes, have I was it. trying to look for in my brain. By you, ha- find yeah, it. <laughs> you have it, but you hope you never actually end up in a wreck and have to use it yeah. in any way whatsoever. So, yeah. And then after that, I would still probably like practice some of the stuff at home after I do that kind of stuff. Uh, and then after that, I would want to do a uh, gun safety course because mm-hmm. I feel like that should probably be 
first rather than like gun self-defense be like, boom, now you're going into this. Right. Learn how to keep it safe first <laughs> yeah, is, is my main idea. deal. Like learn how it works. Learn what makes it stop from shooting. So like a really basic kind yeah. of gun course, I mean, a really basic kind of pistol course, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I'm basically like coming at this from like a common sense type of turn look at it. I got you. Um, and then after I do that, again, practice, take notes, all that fun stuff. Um, then that's whenever I would do the gun self-defense, a gun okay. self-defense course. A defensive handgun. Whatever. Along those words. Lines. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Again, I already said the reason why I would do it in that order is because it's it, it's a common approach kind of with all right. the courses. I don't want to like overload my brain because I'm still I'm still living with my parents. I don't really want to overload mm-hmm. type of deal. What would you say to people say like you're 16 years old? Why would you need to take a gun course? Shouldn't you wait until you're 21? I, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm playing devil's advocate here. You're already a pistol instructor and a uh-huh. rifle instructor uh, at, at 16. My, my question is for you're not my daughter. So why would people say, look and go like, you know, but you're 16 years old. You shouldn't mess with guns yet. Why, what do you, what's your thought there? Okay. Let me give a scenario here. Just a, just a scenario. Yeah, you're cool. Go ahead. Um, say that I'm home alone. Yeah. And I don't have, you know, my self-defense bat that I always have in my house whenever <laughs> I'm home alone. Um, and there's someone trying to come into our house and, mm. like, trying to, like, threaten my life. Right. Type deal. Mm-hmm. In that moment, I would definitely go for that. Gotcha. Not the bat, but the other thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because um, it's a more effective weapon. Yeah, it is and a more effective weapon. People are going to still comment about that. I, I can guarantee that people are not going to like what you just said. I know they're not going to like what I just <laughs> said, but but it's it's kind of like the truth for me. Because if I'm in a, like, if someone comes through our house and threatens my life as I'm hiding, trying to like, I'm glad you pointed that out. Get away. Yes. Get away. You should always hide first. Yeah, as I'm like trying to get away and find like a safe place <laughs> mm-hmm. and lock the door. I need something that's more than a bat just to defend myself with right. no, at that point. Especially if they come in like also like either uh, with a weapon on them right? type deal. Right. So that's one of the reasons I feel like teenagers should also go through this uh, type of stuff because, yes, teenagers are at the age where they can be left home alone. But the parents themselves don't know what's going to go on right. during that time. Yeah, I mean, home invasions do actually happen. Yeah, they, well. they're not stuff that happen in <laughs> movies. They happen in real life, uh, which I had that revelation not, like, too long ago. I guess it was, like, whenever you were going through the combative stuff. Yeah. And well, I know it was when I was going through the uh, human trafficking human stuff. Human trafficking stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's when we were working on the aspect to get certified to teach in human trafficking prevention and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing I would put is... Knife defense class. Because, honestly, I feel like the knife is a lot harder to defend against than a gun. Yeah. Honestly. Because a knife can, like, stab, slash, cut, all that People stuff. argue against that, but it's absolutely but the truth. Statistics. That's the word you're looking for. Yeah. That shows that more people get killed by knives than with guns. Yeah. Like, what she's talking about there is when, uh, when you're attacked... 
if you're attacked by a knife, you have actually a higher percentage chance of dying being attacked by a knife than you do if you're attacked by a gun. Mm-hmm. More times uh, out, of, out of 10, there are more times you will survive if it's a gun attack than if it's a knife attack. So, I mean, that kind of stuff is like super important and, you know, people should actually think about it and, and actually look at the statistics on this Mm -hmm. before they just go blowing off on their opinion because they don't actually know until you actually look at the facts. Yeah. My problem is everyone thinks that, oh yeah, they know it all. Oh yeah. That person is wrong. Have you actually ever tried to look it up? for yourself and not just from like some rinky dink or uncle uh sam over here saying oh yeah that stuff is uh, uh, uh." (laughs) you good (laughs) yeah i'm good okay i i'm glad that you brought all that up because we just did a knife week in our martial arts class not too long ago back in december yeah and uh Basically, how we do it is we basically everyone that's around the mats has a sharpie. No, not everyone. Not everyone. Okay, so basically, we do knife defense with sharpies uh, because it's the easiest way to really get a good idea. I was like, how would you actually do? And say, your goal, tell the other person, person with the sharpie, say, your goal is to stab them, cut them as many times as you can. Let me tell you, when it's when you have fake training knives, it's it's one thing. Yeah. When you give people sharpies. <laughs> It, it changes everybody's intensity because you see the mark you've put on someone. Mm-hmm. So people go and try and try harder. Mm-hmm. When you're just doing tra- uh, fake training knives, people are less likely to really, really seriously try to cut you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something psychologically you don't see what you're doing yeah. with that. Whereas the Sharpie, yes, it kind of becomes a game a little bit. But it, what it does is it drives that person to really seriously attack you. Mm-hmm. I would love to see these guys who are super awesome at self-defense um, and knife defense and stuff actually do this type of training. And I know a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people out there that claims to be knife mm-hmm. defense experts, I would love to see how they would actually <laughs> do that. Uh I actually just finished watching, and I'm going to reference this, I guarantee, in the very next one we do. (laughs) I just finished watching uh, the Ultimate Self-Defense Championship on YouTube. Hmm. Okay. It was something that um, Rokas, I cannot remember his last name. Um, He's from Europe, and he put this together. If you've not seen it, it's a series on there. It is exceptionally good. Um, But, like, Sensei Seth, Icy Mike, Ramsey Dewey, uh, there's all these guys that are on there. that are all these self-defense experts mm-hmm. and just, and different types of martial arts and yeah. stuff like that. Um, it is uh, Jeff Chan is on there. There's a lot of like really big YouTube guys on there that are really, really good. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they did was some of the very same things that we had done. I'd never <laughs> seen anybody else do that. I'd heard about people do it and I'd done <clears> some of that training before, but, um, to watch them do that, yeah. I mean, they all just basically. Were they doing it with the Sharpies? They were doing it, yeah. They are doing it with Sharpies. It was awesome. Yeah. It was a lot of fun to watch because I was like, oh, good. It's fun to watch other people do this stuff too. Um, and it was great. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. This is something that we we do every year in December. Uh, it's our knife like week. This was the first year that we've done like an actual like shirt that we made a shirt Yeah, we, we made a it. shirt specifically for it, it this was, year. But. It was really cool. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Knife defense would be the and next thing you do after I knife defense. I think that was it. 
That okay. Was it. All right. That's so it. let's let's press back just a couple minutes. We're we're gonna try to keep uh, season two. We're gonna try to keep these podcasts a little shorter. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're not gonna push this too much. But I do want to ask a couple questions. Look, push back a little bit on each other's things. And I think you've already done it to me just by saying something you said, which was a gun safety class first. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about the fact that probably if I come into this having no knowledge of any of this, that mm-hmm. I probably actually should take a basic class where I'm learning about how the gun works. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's true that I grew up, we're in the South, I grew up <laughs> around guns and stuff like that. But still by taking a basic class, um, you learned I learned stuff that I didn't really know before. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a good thing. I think that would add that to my list. Yeah. Um, but now as far as you, what about a base of you know would you not would would you completely lean on seminars where you just learn this one thing here and learn this one thing here would you not want to try or do you not see it as more effective to have some type of base in training be it a base in martial arts or a base or something some type of fighting I never really thought of it I was just mainly thinking about the whole just the self-defense aspect outside of like the martial arts right Right. thing I wasn't really thinking about martial arts specifically um, but I think that once I would go through all this stuff that I would then want to like tell others about it is mainly what I was getting at right but like that completely did not answer my question I'm sorry <laughs> um, do you not think it would be more effective that you would be more effective at defending yourself if you built some type of skill within the mar- like in the fact okay you have a, a black belt mm-hmm. in two different styles of martial arts right now mm-hmm. okay you're taking other styles of martial arts mm-hmm. so obviously you see the value in doing martial arts mm-hmm. so what i'm asking is do you not see for self defense do you not think that your um, your martial arts skills has created a good base for that self-defense and everything. Oh, else they have today. Okay. So what I'm saying is, why is that not on your list? Because this, uh, I didn't really think about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was something that, that was why I wanted to start with like mixed martial arts training. If I yeah. think about where I am now in my life, I would want to start with mixed martial arts training just because that would give me a really good base to everything else that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really think about it. Oh, okay. But yeah, now that you're now that you're mentioning that, I probably would now put martial arts on my list just as a um, starting skill thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a really good base. I don't think it's the be all end all, no. you know. But I do think it's a really good and excellent base for everything. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. If you are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and like, subscribe, and comment. Or, if you'd really like to, write a review and we would read it on the podcast. And be sure to to tell your friends that we are back for season two. We are back. We are back. (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you in the next episode. See you.